Louise turned and went out of the room, leaving the two men to sit in embarrassed silence. As very often happened, she later stayed in her room for days. Even when the boy's clothes were packed and he was taken away, she did not appear. The loss of her son made a sharp break in her life, and she seemed less inclined to quarrel with her husband. John Hardy thought it had all turned out very well indeed. And so, young David went to live in the Bentley farmhouse with Jessie. Two of the old farmer's sisters were alive and still lived in the house. They were afraid of Jessie and rarely spoke when he was about. One of the women, who had been noted for her flaming red hair when she was younger, was a born mother and became the boy's caretaker. Every night, when he had gone to bed, she went into his room and sat on the floor until he fell asleep. When he became drowsy, she became bold and whispered things that he later thought he must have dreamed. Her soft, low voice called him endearing names, and he dreamed that his mother had come to him and that she had changed so that she was always as she had been that time after he ran away. He also grew bold, and reaching out his hand stroked the face of the woman on the floor so that she was ecstatically happy. Everyone in the old house became happy after the boy went there. The hard, insistent thing in Jesse Bentley that had kept the people in the house silent and timid and that had never been dispelled by the presence of the girl Louise was apparently swept away by the coming of the boy. It was as though God had relented and sent a son to the man. The man who had proclaimed himself the only true servant of God in all the valley of Wine Creek and who had wanted God to send him a sign of approval by way of a son out of the womb of Catherine began to think that at last his prayers had been answered. Although he was at that time only fifty-five years old, he looked seventy and was worn out with much thinking and scheming. The effort he had made to extend his land holdings had been successful and there were few farms in the valley that did not belong to him, but until David came, he was a bitterly disappointed man. There were two influences at work in Jesse Bentley, and all his life his mind had been a battleground for these influences. First, there was the old thing in him. He wanted to be a man of God and a leader among men of God. His walking in the fields and through the forests at night had brought him close to nature, and there were forces in the passionately religious man that ran out to the forces in nature. The disappointment that had come to him when a daughter and not a son had been born to Catherine had fallen on him like a blow struck by some unseen hand, and the blow had somewhat softened his egotism. He still believed God might at any moment make himself manifest out of the winds or the clouds, but he no longer demanded such recognition. Instead, he prayed for it. 